Well, today is the last in our series, Words to Live By. My name is Tim Clausen, and it's my privilege to introduce to you today, Rusha Clausen. No relation, right, Rusha? (laughs) Well. And yet, maybe, there's a riddle for you. (laughs) Um, Rusha, people are dying to get to know you better. You know, they've had to wait all summer for this. So tell us a little bit about your childhood and where you grew up and what that looked like. I had a great childhood. I grew up in, in, the, in the interior in Enderby. My family moved to that community when I was five and um, spent the rest of my days there until I was 19 and moved away from home. So I'm a, a middle child from a family of five. And um, of course, I was just a very pleasant, easygoing child. Uh, I'm yeah, sure. I mm-hmm. created a lot of fun for my family. My um, dad was born in 1904. My mom was born, born in 1936. So, yeah, it's a very interesting dynamic in my family home Mm. growing up. And so as a young person, um, it was great. My dad gave me the love of adventure and being Mm. outside. And um, my mom, the love of people, teaching us to always have a place Mm. at our table and enjoy inviting Mm. people in. So, yeah, it was a great, great opportunity. Rode my bike everywhere and um, enjoyed school, loved learning. Yeah, I just had a great Mm. opportunity to be in a small, small community where you knew everybody, and everybody right. knew you, though. Mm. That's a problem sometimes. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and so graduated from high school, and then what did life look like as a young adult going forward? Yeah, I always had dreams, um, even when I was a little kid, of I'm going to be a teacher, and I wanted mm. to be either a mom of like 50 or a teacher in a classroom of 50, and okay. so um, pursued my education quickly and went to um, Simon Fraser University and Okanagan College and got a mm. teaching certificate back then. That's what I got. I'm, I'm quite old, actually. And mm. so then taught for um, six years before my husband and I moved into ministry. So we taught in North Saskatchewan for three years in a Chippewa and Cree community, and it was amazing. Mm. Taught me so much just about life. Mm. And then um, moved to the Lower Mainland to finish degrees, and my husband got involved in ministry. And um, we then worked with Athletes in Action, and now I'm on staff here at the church as a women's pastor and just love working with people and encouraging right. them. So so you mentioned your husband. Why yes. don't you tell us a little bit about him and how, how did you guys uh, connect? Well, you know, I went to school for an education and I ended up finding a husband. I don't know. That was not intentional. That sounds like a bonus. Yeah, it was a bonus. We used to play basketball, both of us. And so we traveled to the men's, men's and women's teams, traveled together. Okay. We met on a bus. He um, said it was love at first sight. Mm. I had to be convinced. <laughs> but um, we've been married now 36 years and um, still adore him, still admire that God brought um, this man mm. into my life. And, and you've had some children oh, on the way Oh, we got some too. children, yes. We have four that I've birthed and mm. one that we've chosen. And we also have three grandchildren wow. and it's amazing. I, nothing pleases me more mm. or makes my days more full than having them all in the same house together with us, just enjoying wow. life. Yeah, that's rich. It's so good. Now, in your life, at some point, mm-hmm. Jesus became very important to you. Why don't yes. you tell us a little bit about how that happened? So um, I grew up in a, in a home where we walked to church every Sunday, and, um, but I didn't understand God. Mm-hmm. So as a teen, I made a decision for Jesus. As a 19-year-old, I made a decision to live for him. Mm-hmm. I finally understood what that meant growing up in a non-Christian environment. And then um, when I was uh, young married is when it really started to be, okay, what does it mean to really live. Mm. I didn't even understand who the Holy Spirit was until after my husband and I had been married a few years. Mm. And then it was, okay, I've got to pursue and learn and grow my own faith journey and not expect someone else to do it. And so it has just continued to be something I pursued and never looked back and always looked Mm. forward. God has just been, he's redeemed so much of my journey, but he's also filled me with so much joy and um, delight. And Mm. I just can't stop talking about him. He's my Mm. everything. Mm. 
Risha, you are such an inspiration to me personally. Thank you. And I know to so many people. Hmm. And along your journey with Jesus, um, you're, today you're going to talk about some verses that became very important to your life. And we'd love to hear about these words to live by from your perspective and you know how God's used them in your own personal life, but also how it could apply to us who also want to follow Jesus well. Yeah, uh, walking with God has, um, as you all know if you're people of faith, that walking with God is never dull. There's so much to experience, there's so much to learn. And so I have discovered that walking as his ambassador has really been a challenge and an encouragement. And um, so I'm looking at 2 Corinthians 5.20 today, well, 14 through to 20, and just want to unpack that and just say, hey, let's go, people. We are representing somebody in this journey, and let's honor him in a way that really is attractive, but also authentic. Mm, sweet. So why don't you unpack that for us? Looking forward to hear how God's going to speak through you today. Thank you so much, Tim. Mm. It's been great being here with you today mm. and working with you. I've had many wonderful opportunities to travel and see the world. A few years ago, a women's group from this church went to India and we served at Mukti Mission. We were women seeking to honor God, encourage, speak truth, and live out love there. While we were there, I had a chance to speak to the staff and people at the mission about the truth of God's word and being an ambassador for Jesus. And once again, this whole concept became very real to me. They were so thankful we'd come from Canada. But we wanted to say, hey, we're not just Canadians here representing Canada. We are here representing our Savior Jesus. You see, I believe the world is hungry for answers and hope. And the faith community has the opportunity to walk in a manner that is worthy of the calling of God because we have the Holy Spirit. The world is watching, wondering, and questioning. So I question ask myself, do I represent and show them me or reflect and direct them to Jesus? As a child, his child, a new creation in him, I represent him, and I take this very, very seriously. I want to look at a, a passage today in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 5, 20. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Paul was writing this letter to the Corinthians in defense of his message and teaching. There was opposition in town. There was deception, and Paul had a desire for the people to walk in truth and to, and to promote spiritual well-being. This message is all about the challenge of what does that ministry of a servant of God look like? Paul reminds his people, I need reminding, maybe you need reminding, that it's not all about information that we learn from God's word, it's about transformation. Paul had experienced the power of the Father, the power of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He went from a persecutor of Jesus and his people to a proclaimer of the truths about Jesus. This letter reveals his call, his ministry purpose, his deep heart's longing and cry for the church. This letter is a reminder of whose we are. And you know, that's kind of my story too. I went from thinking God was so far off and distant to realizing, wait a minute, he's a God who wants a personal relationship with me, to walk with me, he's interested in me, he pursued me and he's pursued all people he has created. You see, this life just isn't about me, it's about Jesus. And I want to read to you from 2 Corinthians 11, right down to 21. Since then, we know what it is to fear the Lord. We try to persuade men. 
We are what is plain to God. I hope it is also plain to your conscience. We are not trying to commend ourselves to you again, but are giving you an opportunity to take pride in us so that you can answer those who take pride in us in what is seen rather than what what is seen rather than what is in the heart. If we are out of our minds, it is for the sake of God. If we are right in our minds, it is for you. For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is gone, the new is come. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us a ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We, you and I, are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us we implore you, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him he might become the righteousness of God. Wow, Christ's love, Christ's love for me changed my life, continues to change my life as I discover it more and more. What motivates me? Well, in verse 14, it says Christ's love compels me. And I just have to say that has so been my journey. Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. His actions were so sacrificial, dying for all so that they who live should no longer live for themselves. Oh man, I find myself living, myself living for myself so often. And I'm so incredibly thankful for the Holy Spirit who reminds me, Rusha, it's not about you. This journey is not about you only. I so want to live for Jesus out of love for him. And you know what has happened in my life is my eyes have been changed. My perspective has been changed. He's changed my eyes to see people differently. I can't just see their external. I can't just see what they portray. I see the hearts of people. I see that and I ask myself, are they a new creation in Christ or not? Do they know his love? I care about the souls of people. I really care. For God has given me and all his followers, he's given us a ministry. He's given us a servant's ministry of reconciliation. But wait, I, I, I have to admit that I've experienced that. I have so understand that. I was so far from God. And I actually know what a life could have looked like without him because I lived it. And when he captured my heart and pursued me and I said yes to Jesus, he then began that new creation in me of teaching me what he was all about, what he valued, what he sees, who he is, who I am in him. And he removed some of my selfish desires. Well, I hope he removes them all, but he's in the process. And um, I had no purpose. It was just a floundering purpose. Will I do this? Will I do that? Who am I? I was so unsure of my value. I was so unsure of where I belonged. And I didn't even know, to be honest with you, if I was lovable and if somebody could love me. 
And why am I here? There's got to be a purpose to this big old world. And then I discovered that Christ's love in me and now my love of him and my hunger to know him compels me to be that ambassador that he longs for us to be, to be. I've been declared righteous by God. That's amazing. I was welcomed into the family of God. I never get over that. I never get over that. I belong. And you know what? I have a purpose. I'm motivated by love and I have a ministry. It's not all about me. It's about Jesus and his actions that reconciled me to my heavenly father and the one who created me and loves me so much. Christ's role of reconciling the world to himself is still real and valid and it's what we need to be speaking about with the people that we engage with today. We are his co-laborers. I'm an ambassador. I'm a representative of Jesus to the world in my private and my public world. What is an ambassador? You know, as a youth, I was asked to represent an organization at a community event. I couldn't represent them well until I had learned about who are they? What do they do? What are they all about? I became a student. I started learning, listening, speaking, becoming equipped so I could represent this organization well. And I have that same desire in my faith. I want to know who my God is. I want to know my Savior. I want to know him in such a way that I can represent him well to the world. And when I make a mistake, I want to own it quickly, make it right, and walk in unity and forgiveness. You have to know who Jesus is and who you are in reference to him to be his ambassador. No matter where I go or who I'm with, I am representing my Savior to them. Out of my love for Jesus, I live. This is the heartbeat of my life. It's not just my ministry. It's who I am. I want to show his love, his redeeming love, his character, his power, and speak that out loud to the world. For this reconciliation ministry that he's given to us is very valuable. Without somebody speaking to me, where would I be? I would not be reconciled to my Father God. You know, it says in the, in the Bible, um, he, he implores. It's like he pleads, he begs, he tries to persuade people to be reconciled to God. Now, I know the Holy Spirit's doing the work. And I know he's the one that I rely on. But I know that when I see mankind and I see people, I see women, I see children, I see anyone, I'm asking them, Lord, how can I pray? What do they need? How can I speak into their situation? God, how can you use me? I've had the incredible privilege of traveling all over the world, not for just ministry, but for personal. And I don't want to just represent myself. I'm a follower of Jesus with a hunger and a longing for all those I encounter to walk with God. I pray for connections. I pray and invite the Holy Spirit into conversations. I have a genuine interest and longing to share my hope in Jesus. I don't just see the external of people. I see their hearts. I see their souls. And I want them to know that God wants to meet them there. Do you have questions? I think it's great. I hear you. Let's chat together. Let's find someone else on your staff or someone in your community that can help you understand who Jesus is better. Do you feel alone? I see you. God sees you. He wants to walk with you and let you know how he is present always. Do you want to embrace the ministry of reconciliation to walk more fully as an ambassador of Jesus? Get connected and grow. That can happen here. For I implore you, beg, long for you to be reconciled to God through Jesus today. Don't waste another day walking disconnected from God. His love abounds to you and for you. You know, I just want to share a little bit about the couple things that I have sitting here on the table. This is um, something my husband gave me. 
after walking with him through a series of health issues. And he said, you know, this reminds me of us. And you know, my ambassador, my being an ambassador isn't just for the public to see. It's to be in my home supporting those that God's given me to love on and to walk with. It's to lift them up. It's to call on him when I have need. It's to help them be all that God has created them to be. And this little cross over here was a gift given to um, Dave and I. After we worked with the Van Vancouver Grizzlies when the Pro Ministry of Basketball was here, and a friend sent this to me because we walked as chaplains for that team. And she sent it um, through the mail saying, I just, I saw it at a market. It's made out of pottery. It's been formed and shaped. And I just want to say what you did in our lives by walking with us as ambassadors of Jesus formed us and shaped us. The heart of God that you show, showed to us helped us grow in our faith journey. I want to thank you. I just want to pray for us today and say, let's keep walking close with God as his ambassadors, understanding how he has reconciled us to the Father and living out of that place of love as we journey together. Lord God, I just thank you so much for who you are. I thank you for your incredible pursuing love. I thank you that this journey isn't about me, it's about you. And I'm so incredibly grateful. I pray for all those that are listening, that they would have a hunger and a desire to walk more closely with you, to know you, to examine their own journeys each day and to share who you are with others. God, I thank you that we have been given this ministry of reconciliation, bringing people to you, God, through Jesus. What a gift. Thank you, Jesus. In your precious name I pray. Amen.